Hey everyone, welcome to the Torn ACL Recovery Podcast. Ah! Ah! My name is Chris Arnold, and this is a short series podcast that follows my personal journey from ACL injury back to full strength. In it, I discuss the ups, downs, and everything in between in the days, weeks, and months after surgery. Hopefully this will help you in your own process to getting well after injury. Thanks for listening. Hey everyone, welcome back to the podcast. It is crazy to say, but this is one year later after the original start of the Torn ACL Recovery Podcast. I both look back and kind of laugh and cringe a little bit at the first episodes of the series, but um, it really was me just sort of figuring out podcasting, uh, figuring out how to live my life after the ACL surgery. And now I find myself um, sort of one year later, almost fully recovered and, and whatever fully recovered means um, by definition, I'm not quite sure yet. That's something I'll touch on on this podcast, but uh, this podcast represents one year later. So one year after my surgery, um, almost to the date, we're about a week after my, my date in uh, mid to late April of 2018, uh, now being 2019 um, in late April here. On this podcast, I want to talk about where I am now, kind of covering sort of what I'm up to these days, how I'm maintaining, how I'm um, kind of um, keeping physical therapy going. Uh, what does that look like for me? What are some specific exercises I'm doing? I, I want to sh share some information around that. I want to share some links about um, exercises that you can grab yourself to keep you um, maintained and keep you kind of up to date on uh, workouts, maybe even give you some new ideas for exercises because I think those tend to get a little bit difficult to keep fresh um, the longer the, the rehab process goes on. Another thing I want to touch on is just sort of like ref re reflections when it comes to the, the entire process. Um, looking back over the last year, I, I sort of chunk some of the, the experience into a couple different buckets. I want to touch on those things. Um, I have a really big theme I want to talk about on this podcast. And then finally, I have so just some wrap-up thoughts that I'll get to as well. Um, I, I'm thinking that this is going to be the last podcast of the series. It's a little weird to say that. I never thought that I would actually be, <laughs> be to this day, but I'm, I'm a little bit struggling with what to say or what to do next. Um, I thought it was really cool that we were able to bring in my um, strength and conditioning coach on month nine's episode. If you haven't heard that, go back and listen to that one. Um, I was also able to do a couple other kind of special um, special podcasts. That's a little bit more than me just kind of talking and providing updates. So if you're curious about those, feel free to pop over. Check out the entire series. There's quite a few of them. Um, it started out you know, weekly and then it transitioned to monthly and then every few months as this process has gone on. So in general, where, where am I now? And uh, this is kind of a giant question, right? So um, where am I now? I guess I start with, I look back at this journey and I think of there were a lot of long days. There were a lot of long nights. Um, there was me questioning things all the time. Month, month over month, I was you know thinking to myself, oh my gosh, this is never going to get better. Or, I feel sort of depressed. This is just really pretty crappy. Um, it, it never was a straight line and I would say it's still, still not a straight line. It's, it's not something that is going to be easy to follow, easy to predict. Um, if there's anything I can say about the 
ACL recovery process is that it's something that is very um, scattered. It's all over the place. You go up, you go down. Um, good luck predicting how it's going to go for you because that's it's just not even not even worth it. Um, over the last few months, uh, you know, I'm at month basically 12 now. Um, I still don't consider myself 100%. I'm not really sure what that means anymore. It's kind of comical. You know, you read all these blog posts, you see some of these YouTube videos, and, um, you know, I, I, I laugh when I think back to my first couple episodes and I was you know, referencing some of these YouTube videos where people are, you know, up and about and they're walking around and they're like 48 hours out of surgery and it's just sort of, you know, nothing about that was the reality for me. Um, at this point, 12 months in, very little is changing at a rapid pace any longer. Early on, uh, days, uh, every other day, you know, something would be different, something would change. I would get um, X degrees more flexion here or there, um, and it just it's it's not that way anymore. Things change much slower. It's it's much more like a training regimen at this point. You know, you see the little increases. You look back a month ago, two months ago, and you think, I couldn't, I couldn't do this then, so I'm still on the right track, or I must still be on the right track. I'm also noticing um, for myself a little bit of stiffness that remains in the flexion. So if I go heels to butt, if I'm sitting in a squat, I, I can't quite do that yet without some pain at the terminus. If I'm really kind of sitting in my heels, I'll feel it still. Um, I can't tell really if it's um, swelling or just taking, you know, my knee taking its time, having a full recovery in the soft tissues around the joint. It's one of those things where I'm not really worried about it anymore. I've had enough conversations. I've done enough Google searches to kind of realize that it's just going to be something that is a personal thing for me. It's probably a personal thing for you at the rate of which you are recovering. I'm just, you know, I'm kind of done trying to compare myself to anyone else. It's, it's really not worth it. And I, and I realized uh, many months ago that that's really a waste of energy and, and time. So I, I recommend not doing that uh, yourself. Um, I think it'll save you some, some headache. An- another thing that I'm really paying close attention to at this point is the hamstring. So I had a hamstring graft. Uh, the hamstring was a was a tough thing for me, and, and I'll say that's probably the toughest part of this whole process was rehabbing and working with my hamstring and and getting over sort of this an initial frustration that things just weren't getting better, or they weren't getting stronger faster. I'm someone who wants to be able to have a goal, set it, go after it, and you know, in X weeks or months, you know, feel like I'm I've hit 100. percent and I can say that I'm, I'm not at 100% with my hamstring. I don't know that I'll ever be 100% on the hamstring. Um, I mean, so much was taken for the graft. And, and, and I think in the grand scheme of things, I'll get it pretty close. Um, I'm not even sure biologically it'll, it'll actually end up ever being 100% because it doesn't grow back. Um, I've noticed some tightness after hard workouts on the back of my leg, um, not necessarily on the hamstring itself. I actually feel it sort of nondescriptly through the knee. Um, but when I kind of get a, get massaged or if I work out, um, and, and really get the, the, you know, the ball in there or a, a roller in there and I'm rolling it out, you know, I'll notice that if I work all through the back of the knee, all through the entire chain from my glute all the way down to, uh, my, my calf, 
and my Achilles, if I get all that loosened up, that, that pain goes away. And I'm really only feeling that kind of soreness or, or slight pain when I'm fully extended and I'm, you know, like I said, I've done a really hard workout or I've done a, something that's been really physically taxing and something that maybe I haven't done um, too consistently. So that's just something I'm, I'm monitoring. I have to kind of pay attention to at this point. Something that I'm still doing every three weeks or so is going to sports massage. And this is a personal investment. It takes time, it takes money, but it's something I decided uh, many months ago. And I've talked about it on previous podcasts that I think um, maintenance and, and, and being able to maintain your body, especially after something like this is, is really important and maybe becomes even more important. So I take the time I pay the money, I go in and I, I talk to someone who knows my recovery. They know my, my body, they know what, you know, physical activity I'm involved in. They know what's happened in the past. They know what's coming up kind of down, uh, down the line on my schedule. And so they're, they're able to really work on the entire chain, um, really, really well with me. And, and it's, it's been a great education. So that's something I'm still doing now. I feel amazing after I go in. Um, it kind of feels like I never had surgery at all after I walk out of a session. So if you're considering that, or if you've been, been considering it for a while, I highly recommend it. Find a good, uh, find a good sports massage area. You can go in, maybe even buy a package deal, save some money and just, just make it, make it, make it work for you. I, th I think it's going to be well worth the time and the money. It really truly has been for me. Something else that I'm doing now in terms of uh, where I am in the process is really ongoing physical therapy exercises, um, lifting, doing some CrossFit workouts, and really cycling. Um, cycling's kicked back up now that it's getting warmer outside, um, being able to get the bike on the road. As far as some of the exercises that I'm still doing, you know, like the, the kind of traditional physical therapy or um, strength training that I was doing with Cody, uh, which again, check out the previous podcast episode that has now passed. I kind of graduated from Cody and we, we worked together for about five or six months and it was fantastic. That's another thing that I really, really highly recommend to anyone going through the ACL recovery process is work with someone that knows what they're talking about. Even better if you can work with someone who has gone through the process themselves uh, but some of the, the kind of PT exercises that I'm still integrating into what I do at the gym would include things like barbell lunges, various um, squat movements, different squat variations, um, you know, front squats, traditional back squats, um, even uh, single leg squats, still doing things like glute bridges, um, banded hamstring curls, leg slider hamstring curls. I imagine I'll be doing those for quite a long time. Um, certainly the next, you know, six months or so. I'm really curious how things end up at about 18 months. I think I'll be surprised. I think I'll surprise myself, look back at the, the one year and say, wow, you know, I definitely couldn't do this then. And I, and you know, that, that's, that's sort of the thing about this process is you, you get to a point where those changes aren't massive. And then suddenly you look back and one month, two months ago, you see how far you've come and that's, that's pretty cool. As far as exercises go, um, there's actually a really great resource that Cody's company, it's called four corners sports performance. They have a YouTube channel. 
I'll link it in the show notes, but if you search on YouTube for Four Corners Sports Performance and you go to their videos, um, Cody has actually recorded a bunch of rehab videos, really short clips that really cover quite a bit of the rehab exercises that I worked with him on, on the lower extremity stuff, knee stuff. Um, I would not recommend that you just jump in and start doing things, but I know that for me, a lot of questions came up along the way as far as, you know, what are a few new exercises I could do, or um, I might hear someone reference a specific exercise and I didn't really know where to find them. Um, Their YouTube channel for Four Corners Sports Performance has quite a few. I recommend popping over there, taking a look, maybe even showing that to a physical therapist that you have or someone that you're working with. Get, get that in front of them, uh, maybe have them pull a couple of videos to have you work on. Um, sort of my, my process was, was very much looking at those videos every week or every two weeks and sort of graduating to the next variation and then to the next one and to the next one. Um, so again, YouTube, Four Corners Sports Performance, take a look at those exercises. Um, really great resource that he's putting together over there. Speaking to cycling in general, Uh, take a look at my cycling rehab post I did many months ago now, but that was, that was really the, the intro to getting myself back on the bike. It was really painful at first. It was a slow and grinding process. Um, at about six or seven months into the recovery, I had a podcast where I talked about a ride that I really was working on getting back to. And that's something that was called the tour of the moon out in grand grand junction area of Colorado. And I, I talked a lot about that and that was a huge hurdle for me personally. And that cycling rehab program I put together really, really helped that. And that was a, that was a huge mental hurdle for me. It was one of those things where it was on the calendar and I knew I had something to go after. And, and that is something that I still look back on fondly. So if you're into cycling at all and, and you want to use or, or perhaps use cycling as a way to rehab after ACL surgery, highly recommend that. Go back to the archives, take a look at that one. And I can say almost one year to the day. So, so this is, again, maybe a week after the one-year anniversary. I actually just got back from a short, short trip out to California where I rode the Chico Wildflower Ride. And the Chico Wildflower Race is something that's outside of Chico, California. It is a Fondo-style ride. So it's one of those things where you, you show up, you have a couple different options, 60-mile, 100-mile, 125-mile. I did a 100-mile version, cut out some of the boring final loop uh, that a lot of the locals say you can feel free to cut out because it's kind of hot and windy at the end of the day. Um Ended up doing about 80, 85 miles and my body felt great. No major knee soreness. And that's a big thing for me. Um, I look back on that and I think I had a, a really specific goal at about six months. And then I had a really specific goal at about 12 months. And in both instances, I used that as additional motivation. I was going after this goal. I went out there, I achieved it. Um, I fought through a little bit of pain, you know, fought through a little bit of this, a little bit of that mental stuff, right? But I still was able to come out of it, felt great, and that was a huge victory for me. So I'm really glad I was able to go back out to California, knock out that race, because it's something that a year ago I had to cancel because of the ACL. So it was a huge victory and and something that I think um, has played a huge part in my recovery, um, being the cycling. 
So getting into reflections, one of the main things with reflections for me over the last year is you just have to stick with it 100%. You have to stick with it. There's going to be dark days. You need to figure out, find out, dig deep and find out what inspires you. So that could be inspirational videos on YouTube. That could be sticky notes with affirmations. That could be writing. That could be going to counseling. Um, Mental health is a huge part of the recovery process. That could be subreddit uh, ACL, the the r slash ACL. That was a huge resource for me early on, the first few months especially. Everything with this rehab process comes back to baby steps. You're not going to be able to go from month one to what you'll feel in month six to what you, what you will feel in month 12. And I'm sure as much as I want to feel like I will feel at month 18, that's just not realistic. Unless athletics are your job, unless you're a professional athlete, you will not be back to 100% in six months. You'll be very functional at six months, but you will not be 100% at six months. Perhaps you are the one person out there who is a freak and you're an amazing athlete and you're genetically gifted and you're back at it. Kudos to you. That's great. Uh, that's great guy or gal. And I wish you, I wish you well for me. I feel confident now at 12 months, but I know that I'll feel even more confident at 18 months. So just keep it in perspective, stick with it. There's going to be dark days. Just find out what inspires you and really stick with it. Another major theme for me has been avoiding excuses over the last year. So if I wanted to make excuses at every step of the way, I know I could have a couple examples. I don't want to go to the gym today, so I'll stay in this week. This feels sore. I'm done for the day. I don't want to face this pain anymore. I quit. Running scares me now, so I won't even try it. You know, my hamstring doesn't feel stronger today, so what's the use? I just don't have the motivation. No one cares anyway. Look, I will be the first one to say that this recovery is super tough. For 99% of you, you won't be ripping down a soccer field or making hard cuts on a basketball court at six months or at four months. If you try that, good luck. Like I said, maybe you're an athletic or genetic freak, and that's amazing. But for most people, it's just not going to turn out that way. So make sure your expectations are set accordingly. Make them set so that you exceed expectations rather than tell yourself that you're going to be fully this or fully that after a set number of months when you have no idea what will even come next. And that's really the big thing. You don't know what's going to come next. You don't know what next month is going to bring you, let alone what month six or month nine or month 12 or month 18 is going to bring. So dial it back, avoid the excuses, find the inspiration, and just get after it. You're going to be great. Before I go today, what I want to do is give a big thank you to all the listeners who've been following along for the last year, or perhaps that haven't even yet found this series, and maybe you'll find it down the line. 
in a couple months or a few years, you know, I feel like I've really been through the meat grinder <laughs> with this, with this journey. Um, you might feel the same. Maybe you'll have it easier than me. And that's fantastic. You know, all I can say at this point is that there is hope and there is life after the surgery. There's life in athletics, social events, so on and so forth. It's not going to happen really quickly I and mean, it won't happen without pain. It won't happen without some suffering. And all I can say about that is embrace the pain, learn about yourself, learn about your body, understand when the pain needs to be pushed through and understand when the pain means I need a break or I need to take a day off. Treat your body well, eat well. Feel free too to take a look at my post on supplements, um, helping with general recovery, inflammation, and things like that. It's been really helpful for me. As I mentioned earlier, find out what inspires you. Depression can be a very real thing with this recovery. And I know a lot of people encounter depressive times during this process, especially early on. And then after that first wave of motivation leaves and kind of the friends stop asking, the family stops asking how things are going. There's a really dark and lonely period in there and it's gonna be up to you to really figure out what motivates you. Go back to that source, keep tapping the well and keep yourself motivated. For me, it's been cycling. For me, it's been motivational videos. I love going to YouTube, pulling up a Mulligan Brothers video and just hearing inspirational people speak and drawing inspiration from other people's life experiences. That really inspires me. There's someone named Inky Johnson, uh, an ex-football player, had a devastating injury, and he is an amazing motivational speaker that talks about um, kind of the journey through the dark days and out to the light and what he does now. Um, another popular figure these days, um, but someone that I've followed for a long time, uh, Jocko. Just go to YouTube, type in Jocko. He has his own podcast, ex-Navy SEAL. Really good, no-nonsense, no-bullshit conversation around just getting after it. And I think that is a mindset you really have to have for ACL rehab. And if you don't have that kind of grit and that grind, then find it. Find it somewhere where you keep that motivation and hold on to it. Couple of final pieces of advice, I think. Pick and stick with a training routine. So that might be three times a week, you do some weights and physical therapy. Two or three times a week, you do biking, you do swimming, maybe some light running once you have enough strength back and you've been given clearance from your physical therapist. That is, is a huge thing. Having a schedule, keeping yourself accountable and moving through a training routine is huge in ACL recovery. Consistency will be your number one key to success at the end of the day. You can count on it. Mark my words. If you don't use it, you'll continue to lose it. Your knee, your leg muscles, your body. Just don't be afraid to ask for help. Find the right support systems. Lean into that person or people and learn along the way. And, and again, going back to expectations, realize this is not gonna be something that happens overnight. The last thing I'll say is don't ever hesitate to reach out. I know that when you go through a procedure like an ACL reconstruction, there's a lot of questions, a lot of concerns, and I'm now a member of this club for life. So if anything ever comes up, don't hesitate to reach out. 
Otherwise, you can always go to tornaclrecoverypodcast.com for the full series, for the cycling program, for the supplements information, and for my interview with Cody about strength and conditioning after ACL surgery. As always, I wish you the very best of luck in your rehab. You're going to crush this. You probably already are crushing it, and you don't even need my help. So keep it up. Good luck. You got this.